0: out there in Facebook world. I'm going to give this just a few moments to let everybody else trickle on in. I felt really inspired to come on here and share a message. I don't know if you can hear in the background, but there's a little bit of uh, road work being done outside of this house. So I'm just going to give it a few moments here and uh, just let people kind of trickle on in. Um, I felt really, really called to just hop on here and share some thoughts, share some messages, share some things that I thought were just very relevant, very important for um, just collective messaging to humanity right now and whatever feels relevant to whatever it may be that you're experiencing in your life individually, what we're all experiencing collectively and also dispelling some of the software programs that are occurring right now in the reality template or the reality matrix, as we might call it. And I hope that background noise isn't uh, distracting. Maybe it's only distracting to me, so I'll try to stay focused, which is actually part of my message here, is about presencing ourselves to the present moment in the continuity of the present moment by moment by moment moment. And that's actually a really important theme, a really important concept and idea to understand is that in in space and time, in our reality, in our life experience, there is only the present moment. But the present moment isn't like a snapshot that you can capture and consolidate in a series of moments. It's actually a continuity. It's a flow. It's a synchronistic continuity of moments that you can't actually capture you can only be in the rhythm in the cyclical rhythm of the synchronistic fashion of reality of how time and space operate and how you and how you function and navigate through through it so staying very clear minded and staying focused on the present moment is absolutely essential right now and really always Right. One of the things that I've been really doing is uh, kind of pulling back a little bit in my life um, in this, you know, leading up to this winter solstice coming up here on Friday, the 21st, really getting myself energetically attuned and present to what's occurring in my present moment by moment by moment experience. And there's a lot of different things that could be talked about from my personal experience. Um, and just what I've been moving through, what I've been sharing a little bit on Facebook, um, some of my process that I've been navigating through my own evolutionary uh, transition. And that's, that's one of the things too that I'd like to just kind of bring up is that what we're going through right now, what we have been going through is a type of evolutionary pressure, if you will. And some people are feeling it more than others. Some people are feeling more psychic awakenings. Some people are feeling more empathetic sensitivity. Some people are just feeling a lot more than they used to before because what's what's essentially occurring for a lot of people is that as you go through certain transformations, as you awaken, you awaken to your own sensitivity because in our society, we have become desensitized. We have become essentially armored. And so that armoring keeps us away from our sensitivities. It buffers the sensitivities that we inherently have, our innate sensitivity. And um, it keeps us from feeling, right? So in our society, we have all kinds of coping mechanisms that are used to tranquilize our sensitivities to essentially the feelings that we may not want to feel, whether those feelings are doubt, fear, shame, um, worry, pain childhood wounding, ancestral trauma, whatever it may be, those uncomfortable feelings that we may not know how to deal with process, the mind can't quite get a handle on, we don't have a mental reference for where these feelings and these sensitivities are coming from, so we're not quite sure what to do with them, we don't have the proper facilitation, maybe we don't necessarily have a guide or someone to support us with it. Whatever the case may be, there is a de-armoring process that's going on in the collective right now. There's a de-armoring process that's going within our own soul evolution. And so we may be feeling more pressure in our life. We may be feeling more heart palpitation-like symptoms. We may be feeling more energy circulating throughout the system. And so as you go through this process, it's under, it's important to to gain a mental reference for what's going on because a lot of people are checking out right now on the planet. I've had, I've had a number of friends that um, have checked out whether they've checked out because they had some kind of persistent malignant um, cancer that either they didn't know about or they were hiding in secret. And then all of a sudden it proliferated and um, it took them out or I've noticed um, a, a more increasing rate of suicide and um, extreme bouts of depression, subclinical um, and otherwise, and people being taken out by essentially the darkness, the darkness from within and the darkness without that has essentially taken over that person's ability to function, their ability to generate innate inspiration to pursue um, and pursue the, uh, what's the term I like to use? The, the, um, the will to live. <clears throat> it's overtaken their inspiration to generate that will from within to live. And that's a very important thing, actually, is that <clears throat> how you move through this evolutionary pressure, this pressure on you to Essentially, alchemize all the incongruencies, alchemize all the the out of alignment behaviors, thoughts, patterns, etc., into that that rarefied, unique diamond. That is your soul, your soul expression, your soul signature. That's what the evolutionary pressure really is about. But if you don't have a mental reference for it, if you're not sure what's going on, you just feel the pressure of the world, then you can start to get yourself in a mental space that is like a downward spiral. And it actually keeps going down into the rabbit hole of darkness. And you know, I know, I I know this very well. This is something that I've actually dealt with Um, at different stages in my life, different forms of depression, different forms of like deep, deep grief and and sorrow and sadness. And, um, you know, things like relationships can easily trigger those feelings that haven't been properly circulated or moved through the physical system. Your physical body is, um, you know, and in one way, it's a repository for all of these unresolved redistributed emotional traumas or emotional um, energy signatures, if you will. And when the mind can't deal with a particular circumstance or the event of a, let's call it a trauma, a traumatic event, it leaves um, an energetic Uh, cascade of of energetic particles that the mind can't kind of reconcile or integrate in that moment. So it has to go somewhere. So it redistributes throughout the physical symptom. And if it isn't dealt with, it will develop symptoms that manifest into forms of uh, disease or inflammation or agitation or tension um, within the physical body. And so there is a very much a metaphysical interdimensional and um, psychological, emotional, spiritual, and obviously physiological aspect of our physical three dimensional human experience that we, that we experience on a daily basis just within the confines of the physical body. Um, And so, you know, one of the things that I think is so relevant, so important for all of us right now is to presence ourselves to what's going on right in this moment. By moment by moment experience, this continuity, this flow of life that's occurring all the time. What is going on right now in this moment by moment experience that I'm having right now? That's an important question to ask yourself because in society, we are in we are just kind of fast tracking everything, we're constantly thinking about the future, a part of our brain is constantly trying to reconcile the past. And we're kind of like one foot is in the future, one foot's in the past. And then we're doing a split, trying to anchor ourselves in the present moment, trying to get things done, trying to take care of um, obligations. Christmas is about to come up. So there's a lot of stress and tension and um, potential fear of losing time or losing money or whatever the case is around this particular time of the year. And uh, I just want to just kind of share that the more you can presence yourself to the present experience that you're having, the better off you're going to be. The better off you're going to be able to move through this evolutionary pressure that's occurring. And what comes along with that, practically speaking, is the the need to actually take action on the things that you may have been thinking about, the things that you may have been mulling over in your mind, the things that we oftentimes will, will think about and we'll will conceptualize and we'll think, wow, that would be a great idea. That would be amazing. It would be amazing if I, if I lived that life or if I started that project or if I manifested that particular situation or I had that body of just incredible vibrant health or I, took that, I did that cleansing program. And we conceptualize and think about these things And we're actually creating a potential timeline, a potential probability timeline that can create the possibility for that thing that we're thinking about. However, if we don't translate the thought into action, into our behavior, then it's not actually going to happen. And one of the things that does occur. When we're thinking about things where we're in the kind of ethers of the mind and we're having emotional stimulation and we're thinking about like, wow, that would be amazing, but we don't act on it. We actually create a sense of disbelief in ourself. And this is one of the biggest challenges that I see people go through. Um, this is something I've been working with a lot of my private clients on lately is reconciling the disbelief in themselves, right? Right. We might look at this as like, not having a lot of confidence. Well, why don't people have a lot of confidence? What is that about? Well, essentially, they've chipped away at their confidence because they've made commitments that they haven't followed through on. It's just like a relationship with someone else. If you're in a relationship, a business relationship, a friendship, if you keep telling that person you're gonna do something, but you don't follow through, you don't show up for it, then is that person going to believe in you? Is they, are they going to trust you? And the answer is obviously no. If somebody doesn't honor their commitments to you, are you gonna are you gonna keep showing up for them? Are you gonna actually believe and trust them? No, obviously not. Well, we need to now look at ourselves. What commitments? What ideas? What what things have we told ourselves that we were gonna do? What agreements have we made to ourselves that we're not following through on? The the repercussions the ramifications and implant, um implant, uh yeah ramifications of that are you develop um, a lack of trust within yourself and then that lack of trust it it kind of builds up and it festers and it creates this 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 tension within the within the body within the mind where somebody can't actually take action on the things that they know that they wanna do, the things that they know that they probably should do, the things that are gonna lead them closer to the life that they wanna live. There's a fundamental disconnection within themselves because they don't trust themselves to actually follow through on those commitments. So one of the most important things, I think, for all of us is to really investigate, where have I broken trust within myself? not so much going outside of ourselves because it's it's you know so above so below right the the broken agreements we've made with other people are are you know a representation of the broken agreements we've made with ourselves right if you if you can't reconcile those things within yourself then those repeated patterns with other people and with other dynamics external to you are going to continue to play out. It's only when we go within, whether that's through some form of meditation, breath work, but actually more practically just taking out a piece of paper and really honestly going through an inventory process of what are the the energies that are pending in my field right now? What have I, what have I told myself I was going to do? Like a New Year's resolution, for example, right? I have a New Year's resolution of this. I want to do this in the new year. 2019 is coming up. 2018 has been a crazy year. Okay, it's time to clear. It's time for something new. It's time to move forward. It's time to create a new timeline probability. Well, the probability is if you don't change your behavior – If you don't shift your behavior and you don't start to actually follow through on those commitments, or if you're going to make new commitments, if you don't create a new self identity around that and you shift the behavior and you get committed to it, and you really do it for real, then the probability is that you're going to create more of the same. But not only are you going to create more of the same, but you're going to intensify the evolutionary pressure within you, because that evolutionary pressure is pressuring you to be who you are meant to be, right? Take that in for a second. The evolutionary pressure that's weighing on us is essentially trying to purge those incongruencies. It's trying to purge the the disbelief, the doubt, the fear, the shame, the guilt. Um, you know, the the out of alignment relationships or connections or habit patterns that we have formed essentially to armor ourselves from being our full self. You know, there there's a there's a fear for a lot of people. There's a fear of failure, but I think more accurately, there's actually a fear of success. There's a fear of being our full self, our full, authentic, unbridled, untamed, wild, ecstatic, natural self. Because we've been so disconnected from the natural world for so long that we don't even know what nature really is. We don't even know what the cycles of nature are and the lunar cycles of the the waning and the waxing moon, the full moon and the new moon, and, and how these cosmological energies are are influencing our inner energies, our hormone cycles, our, our, um, our cyclical flow of the human, the human apparatus, the human, the human experience. And so the more we get tuned into these things, the more we can use them as tools, as reference points, right? But we have to be willing to change the operating system, we have to be willing to, here's one for you, we have to be willing to suspend disbelief. And this is important because this gets back to developing trust within ourselves. If you're going to pioneer the future paradigms of the world, and you're going to truly fulfill your human potential on this planet, and you're going to do all that you came here to do, and you're going to be that beneficial presence on the planet, then one thing you have to do is develop radical, unshakable trust within yourself. When you develop that trust within yourself, then you develop unshakable, unbreakable confidence within yourself. But again, just like a relationship, if that trust has been chipped away and it's been broken down by the lack of follow-through in, behavior, in, in your agreements and your commitments with another person, that confidence in that relationship is going to break down, right, so introverting that within ourself individually first and foremost, reclaiming the trust, reclaiming the commitments and the the really the honoring of those agreements that you've made to yourself right you can go You can go back a little bit and look at what you have not followed through on, but really the most important thing actually is not really so much to go back into the past, but it's to be so present to what's going on right now and to shift your behavior moving forward. So practically speaking, you know, if you want to start a new project, if you want to start a new relationship or you want to mend a relationship or you want to move forward in a particular direction in your life, you want to do that cleanse, you want to do whatever it is, then you have to shift your behavior in that direction, right? You have to really understand the timeline principle of the quantum reality <clears throat> that we're in and how we can actually create the the <clears throat> excuse me create the new timelines that we seek to experience if you have three or four or five different loops open up in your mind. And so your energy is kind of dispersed among, okay, there's this timeline, there's this timeline, there's this timeline, there's this timeline. You know, you're dating like four or five different people. You got like three, four, five different projects going on. You got all these different things and you're just keeping yourself busy, busy, busy. Then what ends up happening is your energy gets dispersed um, and, and really individuated in different directions. So you don't have your full capacity to commit to one or two essential priorities that are going to create the ultimate timeline possibility, the ultimate life that you want to live. And that's why getting focused on what's going on right now is so important. If you have multiple doors open, that's okay. But if you, if you can focus your mind and harness the, the energy of your heart On the present moment, as you're experiencing that particular thing right now, then you can phase shift into a new thing as it's relevant, as it's appropriate, as you've closed the loop in this moment, in this this space and time with that particular thing. In other words, following through with the commitment that's relevant in that particular moment or window of time hopefully that makes sense really what i'm getting at here is that essentially if we are going to pioneer the future if we're actually going to usher in a new paradigm we're actually going to do the work that we're meant to do in the world then we have to we have to shift our 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 behavior and how do we do that well one of the ways that we do that is we suspend disbelief in the possibilities of our future one of the programs that's pervading are the template programs that's pervading the human mind right now is this injection of doubt, this injection of fear, this injection of shame and guilt. And a lot of times people are feeling these feelings, but they don't realize that it's not actually theirs per se. Um, It's actually a collective phenomenon and their sensitivities are opening up, their psychic gifts are opening up, they're, they're empathetic, they're empathic. Abilities are opening up, um, but they haven't really learned how to harness it. They haven't learned how to how to train those abilities. So they're connecting to different cords of consciousness, and they're being affected by different energies. And this is why a lot of a lot of quote unquote light workers or empaths or highly sensitive people will turn will tend to tranquilize the the feelings, the sensitivities, whether it's with tobacco, marijuana, coffee um, you know, a host of a host of many other things, you know, workaholism, sex addiction, um, pornography, whatever the case is. And I've, I've actually gone through all of those. So I'm not actually talking, saying, coming from the perspective that demonizing those things because I've, I've moved through that whole spectrum, um, throughout my journey. And so I know intimately what all of those things actually are. They're essentially tranquilizing and sedation mechanisms to sedate your own sensitivity, to sedate your own emotions that haven't been fully reconciled, or again, the feelings of being connected to the collective unconscious, the collective field, which is called the noosphere, which is something we, we, I'm not going to go into that rabbit hole right now, but that's kind of the scientific term for the collective consciousness and unconsciousness that you may be experiencing right now. So to develop this this deep sense of belief, this deep sense of confidence, this deep sense of trust and reverential trust within yourself, knowing that what appears on the outside in your life right now is not really the whole story, right? <clears throat> it's a three dimensional representation of uh, of a manifested circumstance, let's say from past thoughts emotions behaviors actions taken or not taken and then this shows up because there's a lag time in the quantum world what we think and what we feel doesn't manifest instantaneously it does take a little bit of time so there's a bit of a lag time so it might show up a week or two weeks or three weeks or four weeks from now but we forgot about it because we weren't super present and intentional in that moment and, um, and things kind of show up in the ways that they do. And we get confused. We don't realize like, oh my God, what's going on? Like, where did all this come from? Well, it's like, you're the architect of your reality, but you have to understand the game, the rules of engagement. You have to understand the rules of the game, the quantum game, right? Right. You have to understand the rules. And if you want to change the rules, like so many different people do, if you want to be a maverick or a rebel or a, a way show, or if you are one, I should say, then understanding the rules of the matrix of the game <clears throat> Are essential because you can't change something unless you go from within it. You can't change the system from the outside of it. You can't be deep in it either, like a politician, and think that you're going to change the whole system that way. Because then now you're entrained into it, and um, <clears throat> you're kind of you're kind of uh, stuck within the confines of it. But so you kind of have to be able to pierce into it, pierce through the veil, and then come back out in your physical experience and get to work, right? And get to action and, um, and you know, take action. That's one of the most important things of, the, of all this because it's better to take action, an inspired action, and be wrong than to twiddle your thumbs and not do anything, right? Because you're afraid of being wrong. You're afraid of failing. You're afraid of actually maybe this will work. And then what are the implications of it actually working? Well, it means that I have more responsibility. The fear of success, by the way, is the, is the fear of responsibility. And that's one of the biggest things that people are dealing with. I mean, the Peter Pan syndrome right now going on within the masculine um, uh, archetype in the world is, is, is incredible. I don't mean the incredible in a positive way. I mean, it's like, it's flabbergasting. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, I've seen that within myself as well, but to see 40 and 50 year old men who are basically avoiding responsibility as much as they can. I don't mean like being like financially successful and having a career. That's not what I mean by, by successful or by, um, responsibility i mean like actually showing up for your intrinsic masculine responsibilities whether that's as a father that's as a as a partner as a husband as a as a spouse as as somebody who actually is archetypically designed to be a protector of the feminine archetype in the world and the feminine archetype of course is that 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 procreative um creative essence that births life to everything, that gives life to everything, that wild, untamed essence, that spark of divinity, that creative um, uh, essence in the masculine really is like a protector. It's a a facilitator. It's a container holder for the feminine feminine emergence that's happening in the world. But but the Peter Pan syndrome is so deep in so many masculine psychologies right now where men are literally fighting tooth and nail to avoid their archetypical responsibility. And so that creates this cognitive dissonance that creates this, this psychological split where, you know, men really aren't men anymore, you know, and that has all kinds of implications on hormones and, and, um, you know, different things of that nature, which I won't go down that rabbit hole right now. But um, yeah. So anyways, you know, back to this point, The evolutionary pressure is ultimately about taking responsibility because that pressure is going to keep building up as long as you stay inauthentic and inauthentic doesn't mean that you're a liar. It doesn't mean that you're a manipulator. It means that you're not being authentic to your soul destiny. It means that you know that there's something inside of you that's beckoning you. It's calling you to come out, but for some reason you keep suppressing it for reasons known and unknown, right? Right. That evolutionary pressure is pressuring you to actually wake up, but not just wake up like in a psychedelic experience where you like you wake up and you, you start to perceive reality and dimensional layers of reality and what lies beyond the veil and connecting with your soul intelligence in a different way. Um, For a lot of people, that actually is an escape from the practicality and the responsibilities of their daily life. Um, And and it's a great experience. I think it's part of the human experience. I think the psychedelic experience is an important part of the human experience, um, whether you just traverse that once or twice in your life, or it becomes more of a path, or it's just something that you understand as part of this reality, as part of this human experience, whether you ever do that or not. But it's not just about that, right? It's, it's really, it's, it's, uh, I lost my train of thought there for a second. <clears throat> it's really taking full ownership of your human incarnation. It's really taking full ownership of every aspect of your life, not from the place of blaming yourself again, because we're not trying to repair the past so much unless it's relevant to the future we're trying to re we're trying to reinvent or not reinvent, but we're trying to recreate timelines that are more advantageous, that are more um, uh, in alignment to what's truly authentic for us. And that, that was kind of the point that, that was kind of the train of thought that I was on right now about authenticity, right? Being authentic is really about honoring your incarnation. It's about honoring your soul destiny, why you were born, why you were put on this planet, why you're here. Good question to ask yourself. Better better to actually act upon it and discover it upon the path though, right? And that's and that's really the ultimate message here too, is that, you know, suspend your disbelief in your own potential suspend your disbelief in your vision or your dream. Just put it off to the side for a little bit and start activating that level of belief within yourself by changing the inactive passive behavior that maybe you have been kind of conditioned into or you just got into a habit of not really taking action on the things that were calling you. Start to suspend your disbelief and start to make agreements with yourself that you can actually follow through on, no matter how small or how big. Set up practical goals for yourself. One month, two month, three month goals. And these goals are more ways of being goals than they are what I'm going to get or receive type of goals. They're ways of being, they're embodiment goals. So, for example, you're shifting the behavior and the embodiment of who you are so you can be the person that follows through on things, right? That might be a goal right there. I just want to be the type of person that can follow through on the agreements that I make to myself, that I make to other people. And therefore, you will be more. Um, more discerning about the agreements that you do make, and you won't—you won't necessarily make these over grandiose goals to yourself that you that are totally unrealistic, that you can't actually follow through on, that create a further divide within your sense of self-trust and your sense of self-confidence because, again, that's a fear of success. That's just avoiding the, the reality that you are here to actually do something magnificent. You're actually here to do something greater than you're currently um, experiencing. And so you can actually start start walking up the rungs of the ladder once again and start getting back to that place where not only do you trust yourself, but now you know that you can do anything because you've 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 accomplished those small steps <clears throat> you've done the you've done the small enough things and you've done it consistently and you followed through on it where now you've rebuilt you've repaired the trust within yourself so now confidence will naturally arise right and then you can now take on bigger challenges you can take on bigger assignments you can shift the timeline that you've been on and you can shift it in a direction that's more consummate of your soul destiny. And then that evolutionary pressure is going to be less and less and less because now you're finally in alignment with yourself, right? When we're not in alignment with ourselves, and our soul is, is like beckoning us and it's awakening and it's calling us, the pressure just persists and it, it will persist if, it, even if it breaks us up until the point that it breaks us down if necessary because the armoring has to get broken down. We have to get more sensible about our life. You know, even in the spiritual world, it's like I've I've had to like really step away from a lot of the spiritual communities because I just saw like people are just way too in, in the ethers. They're way too in their head. They're way too into... Theory and philosophy and conceptualizing ideas, but very rarely did I see people actually getting to the ground floor of things and taking action and following through. And every time I would try to collaborate with different people, it was like people would just disappear. And I actually had to go through that experience um, more recently in the, in the recent years of actually experiencing what that was like for myself and realizing, wow, like, okay, I'm like way too in the ethers, way too in the, the noosphere of my mind, way too into all that. I need to get ground in my body. I get to get back to practicality. I got to get back to brass brass tacks here and get get real and start putting the puzzle pieces together together um without you know spiritualizing it or without you know mystifying it um, or anything like that but just get like what's real like let's get to what's real okay i got this goal i got this vision i got this this assignment that i want to accomplish then you know how do we gonna how are we gonna line that up what do i need to do right now what do i need to be aware of in this present moment by moment <clears throat> that's going to create the continuity that will naturally lead to the um to the realization of that goal of that assignment you know getting real with ourselves is you know that's that's what the game is that's the game here is like we got to get real we got to get real about why are we here what are we here to do what is my true potential how have i been holding myself back because i've been afraid to take action i've been afraid of what people think i've been afraid of fully showing up as my true real unbridled vulnerable powerful self. These are are the things that we all must um, engage with, the fears, the doubts, the worries, the concerns, because ultimately all those are apparitions of the mind. Those are phantoms and apparitions, um, almost like poltergeists of the mind if we feed them, if we feed the fear it becomes like a phantom and it's persisting and it has like a ghostly presence in our life experience, but it's not really real, is it? It's not really real, but we can make it real by furthering the fear, pushing that button, choosing to be inactive, choosing not to show up, choosing to be divisive within our heart, in our soul, in our mind, choosing to not fully be who we are. <clears throat> And then we feed that fear and then what's real no longer seems real. And we lose grip on reality, right? And this happens in a multitude of different ways. You know, people that are that are in corporate situations and they're just working, working, working in the materialistic paradigm, they think they are in what's real because it appears to be real. But that that's just as much of an illusion as somebody that's going off and disconnecting from the world and just living in the, the ethers as well, right? So it's like the middle path. How do we... How do we, like the Buddha talked about, how do we ride the middle path? And how do we stay even keel? No matter what's going on over here, what's going on over here, how do we harness our internal power and our solidarity and our, and our embodied presence? How do we harness that to stay in the middle path so we can harness the power of both sides of the spectrum and be a full, complete, capable, embodied human being and we can make true progress in the world we can do something of true value true merit and leave a legacy for the generations to come right so that is my message for you that um, this is all just kind of off the cusp a little bit of a spontaneous download for all of you Hope this was helpful in some way. It was relevant to your your experience, what you're working through right now, what you're going through, um, and, you know, what what is it that you want to become, you know? What is it that you want to create for yourself? What is it that you want to create within yourself so you can create for yourself? What is it that you want to embody in your life right now, And uh, for those who really resonate with this message right now, I just want to let you know that in early January, I'm going to be hosting a small um, group facilitated mentorship program. And it's really going to be focusing on all these on all these principles, the embodiment principle, how to set up a new timeline for yourself, how to actually embody the highest qualities of yourself from a health perspective physiological um, perspective from a psychologically empowering perspective, an emotional heart a heart awareness perspective, a spiritual perspective, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, that program is going to be a very small container of people We're talking about six to eight we already have a few people that are getting involved if that's something that really resonates with you reach out to me in a private message. I would be more than happy to um, connect with you about that if that really resonates with you and uh, to support you in your journey, in your journey of healing, in your journey of transformation, in your journey of embodying the, the true, authentic, virtuous qualities of who you really are. Because honestly, we don't have time to wait anymore. 2020 is going to be a very, very important year in the, the ultimate timeline of humanity. And each one of us is an important role player in um, what's taking place in, in ushering in the new paradigm, ushering in the kind of this new, this new sense of what life can be on this planet and for each and every one of us and what we're going to be laying down the foundation for, for future generations. You Because know, that's really what this all comes down to. It's like, why leave a legacy if you don't believe that there's going to be future generations that can take advantage and benefit from the legacy? And that's part of the disbelief program is a lot of people think that it's all doom and gloom. So there, there isn't going to be a world left for our children and their children. So it's like, why try? Why even try? Well, that's what we need to overcome within ourselves that, that disbelief in the, in the prosperity of a future worth living. And so once you really, you tap into that, you tap into your divine intelligence and you get, and you, you, you dispel the fear spell and the doubt, then you start to realize like this thing is going to keep on going. It's going to keep on going. And instead of being fatalistic about it, I might as well try. I might as well give my best because I'm alive. I'm on the planet right now. I'm fully functional. I got a mind. I got a body. I'm healthy. I I have my energy. I have my faculties. I better make full use of this thing and actually do my part to provide the opportunity, if anything, for my children and their children and future generations to have an opportunity on this planet, um, you know, moving forward. The buck doesn't stop here. It's going to keep on going. So we're our responsibility is to you know own our superhero like qualities, and then to be able to usher in a new probability timeline, a new possibility timeline for future generations, and um, just kind of keep the show going. So, all right, everyone. Hope this resonated with you. Hope you got some valuable nuggets out of this. And I'll uh, see you guys. See you guys around.